Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Sunday, November 12th. Happy Resurrection Day! I'm reading from the New International Version this week and we are in the book of Mark, chapter 7, verses 24 through 37. This is a wonderful curious passage about Jesus and the Syrophoenician woman and then Jesus healing the man who was deaf and had difficulty speaking. And then we'll move over to the Psalms. Today we're in Psalm 76, which highlights the theme that runs throughout all of the Psalms, that God is our renowned King. Mark chapter 7, starting in verse 24, Jesus honors a Syrophoenician woman's faith. Jesus left that place and went to the vicinity of Tyre. He entered a house and did not want anyone to know it. Yet he could not keep his presence secret. In fact, as soon as she heard about him, a woman whose little daughter was possessed by an impure spirit came and fell at his feet. The woman was Greek, born in Syrian Phoenicia. She begged Jesus to drive the demon out of her daughter. First, let the children eat all they want, he told her, for it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. Lord, she replied, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Then he told her, for such a reply, you may go. The demon has left your daughter. She went home and found her child lying on the bed and the demon gone. Jesus heals a deaf and mute man. Then Jesus left the vicinity of Tyre and went through Sidon, down to the Sea of Galilee and into the region of the Decapolis. There, some people brought to him a man who was deaf and could hardly talk, and they begged Jesus to place his hand on him. After he took him aside, away from the crowd, Jesus put his fingers into the man's ears. Then he spit and touched the man's tongue. He looked up to heaven and with a deep sigh said to him, Ephatha, which means be opened. At this, the man's ears were opened. His tongue was loosened and he began to speak plainly. Jesus commanded them not to tell anyone, but the more he did so, the more they kept talking about it. People were overwhelmed with amazement. He has done everything well, they said. He even makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. Before we move on, I just got to talk about these passages. First, I want to commend to you a sermon by Tim Keller. I've been taking a deep dive into some of Tim Keller's sermons, and it's called The Sympathy of Jesus. Let me see here. It was on... Wednesday, March 18th, 2020, and it's in the Gospel in Life um, sermons, The Sympathy of Jesus. I commend that to you where he talks a lot about what I'm going to say here. But, but first, I want to remind you of the context of what's going on in the book of Mark. So Jesus has just had a conversation with the Pharisees about what makes you clean and unclean. You remember that from yesterday? And um, here today, he is talking with two people who would have been considered unclean 
a woman who was from Syrian Phoenicia and a man who was from Sidon. And these were both Gentile territories. But remember back in yesterday's passages, Jesus says that it's sin or holiness that makes us clean or unclean, not what we put in our body. And so even though the people in different regions would be eating unclean animals, it wasn't that that made them unclean. It was more about the heart, the soul, um, their thoughts towards God. Anyway, that's kind of the context. And into this context, Jesus is trying to get away for a few days and to rest. And word gets out. And a woman who has a daughter that is demon-possessed comes. And I've always been confused by this passage and several sermons by Tim Keller and another. Um, I can't remember who the other one was by. Maybe R.C. Sproul helped me. Uh, to kind of think through what this passage means. Remember, he calls, in in some sense, the woman a dog. Let me look back here at verse uh, 27. First, let the children eat all they want, he told her, for it is not right to take the children's bread and toss it to the dogs. And then she responds with such great faith, and she says, Lord, even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. Um, At first glance, Jesus' response to her seems harsh and defensive, but we must read it in the context of the chapter where Jesus is teaching about external factors that don't cause you to be unclean, a.k.a. a dog. And this woman picks up on Jesus' allusion to family dogs begging at the table, and she reminds him that even the dogs that sit around the table that are the children's pets They get fed too, and Jesus sees her great faith in calling him her Lord and in her response, and he grants her request. Tim Keller would say that this woman is a model of faith for us because she recognizes two things. She recognizes, one, that she is unfit, that she does not deserve to be at the table, and frankly, neither do we. But the second thing she recognizes is that there is enough mercy at the table for her. And Jesus is so drawn to her attitude of the heart. So I think that that's a lesson for each of us, that we, would, we must say, Yes, Lord, I'm unfit, but you have grace that abounds for all. And then this second interaction with a Gentile person um, who is deaf and cannot speak is just so telling of who Jesus is. He doesn't do this miracle for everyone to see some kind of spectacle. Look again at verse 33. It says, He took him aside, away from the crowd, and then he does a sort of sign language to show the man what he's going to do, that he's going to heal him. He puts his fingers into the man's ears, and then he spit and touches the man's tongue. And then he looks up at heaven, and he deeply sighs. It's interesting that Jesus heals in so many different ways. But here, because the man had such a severe speech impediment and was deaf, Jesus is doing sign language to help him know what is about to happen. And after he does the sign language, he deeply sighs and looks up to heaven. And this word for sigh means an emotional groan that is 
often reflecting mourning. In this passage, Jesus is identifying with the poverty of humanity, and he is not at rest until we are at rest. All right, some takeaways from this passage, and then I promise we're getting to the Psalms. One, Jesus can cleanse anyone. It doesn't matter who you are or what you've done. There's enough mercy for all. The second one is that Jesus cleanses everyone differently. With the woman, he kind of challenges her spiritual condition. And with the man, he gently does sign language. And then the third application point might be that we recognize our unfit nature to receive God's salvation and then to know his matchless mercy that he provides for us at the table. Now let's move on over to the Psalms. Today we're in Psalm 76. For the director of music, with stringed instruments, a psalm of Asaph, a song. God is renowned in Judah. In Israel, his name is great. His tent is in Salem, his dwelling place in Zion. There he broke the flashing arrows, the shields and the swords, the weapons of war. You are radiant with light, more majestic than mountains, rich with game. The valiant lie plundered. They sleep their last sleep. Not one of the warriors can lift his hands. At your rebuke, God of Jacob, both horse and chariot lie still. It is you alone who are to be feared. Who can stand before you when you are angry? From heaven you pronounce judgment, and the land feared and was quiet. When you, God, rose up to judge, to save all the afflicted of the land, surely your wrath against mankind brings you praise, and the survivors of your wrath are restrained. Make vows to the Lord your God and fulfill them. Let all the neighboring lands bring gifts to the one to be feared. He breaks the spirit of the rulers. He is feared by the kings of the earth. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. Here is the Sunday morning prayer in the Diary of Private Prayer. O God, I ask for your blessing on this day of rest and refreshment. Let me rejoice today in your worship and be glad as I sing your praise. Do not let me concentrate today on the refreshment of my body rather than my spirit. Let my spirit be refreshed today as well as my body. Give me grace to gather myself together and center my heart on you. Help me to step aside for a little while from the busyness of life and think about its meaning and its end. Today, May Jesus Christ be the companion of my thoughts so that His divine humanity may take deeper root within my soul. May He be in me and I in Him, just as you, Father, were in Him and through Him may be in me, and so I may rest in you. O Lord, you are the source and ground of all truth, the light of lights. You have opened the minds of men and women to understand the world and its secrets. Guide me in the time I spend reading today. Give me grace to choose the right books and read them in the right way. 
Give me wisdom to be selective as well as strength to persevere. Let the Bible have its rightful place and grant that as I read, I may be alive to the stirrings of your Holy Spirit in my soul. I pray, O God, for all those who are seeking you earnestly today and for every group of men and women who are meeting together to praise and magnify your name. Whatever their way of worship, I ask you in your love to accept their sincere offering of prayers and praise and lead them into life eternal. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen.